Coming to you from the City of Roses, this is the broadcast by Last Professionals and for Last Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm sitting here in the Last Cast Studios with my beautiful wife, Tusney. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, we are doing our baby cast now, right? That's yeah, what we're calling baby our cast. Baby cast. So it's another one. This is where we just bring to you one little topic, a little nugget. Your Tusney and her expertise will share what she knows about it, or there may be at some point something I get to talk about again. We'll see how this goes. Well, what nugget do we have today? Today's nugget is something that I seen and I just, it didn't hit me until I started thinking about more. And I posted a survey question that is the practice in our industry where some people, and actually a large percentage of people like to replace the glue dot when, you know, like during the appointment. So this is something that we've never done in all the years, 16 years of doing lashes, 70,000 clients plus, it could be even 80. We have just a loose estimate. We never replace a glue dot, but I seen people practicing this online and talking about. So I decided to do a survey and say, how many people are actually doing this practice? And over 50%, I think like 60% of the people responded and said, yeah, I replaced my glue, glue dot during the appointment. And I was like, wow, we've never done that. So I talked to you and said, are we missing something? Maybe we're messing up. Maybe we don't know the truth here. Maybe we've missed the boat in all these years. We've done something wrong. Then the next question becomes, why? Why are people doing the glue dot replacement. And I'll share what I know. And by the way, if someone out there is listening, has another reason, please DM me, email us, let us know. Hey, no, that's not why we do it. Maybe some trainers can teach us. I've seen, I think, two big things. One, they want the glue to be fresh as it can be because it helps better retention. Okay, that's one. And two, which most people I don't think will use this, it's just because someone told me that's what I do. And, you know, someone I told me, someone I respect, someone... In the industry or someone more senior than me, maybe my trainer taught me, no, you should replace it every five, 10, somewhere doing five minutes. Yeah. That's so extra. It's extreme, me. right? right? I mean, I mean, it's a well, lot of glue, well, by the, the way. the thing. There is no shame because first of all, it's not a moral thing, right? No. That's right. I mean, just clearly, guys, we right. do not feel like we're saving lives here. We're not deciding who should die, who should live. We're doing something that's a service, luxury. And if you want to do it, God bless you. Go for it. But maybe we'll open your mind to a little bit different perspective here. Well, I think the reason why people do it comes from an extremely good place. It comes from somebody who cares about what they're doing and wants to do the best. Yeah. And they have heard you know, it'd be told in whatever circle that if you want to maximize your best retention, you need to be diligent to replace that glue dot. And I think people say, that's me. I want to do my best. I want to provide my clients with the absolute best retention. So I'm going to follow whatever dictate comes along, no matter how cumbersome it may be, because that's the kind of lash artist I want to be. And if that's the reason why you're doing it, first of all, I want to applaud you because that's what we all strive to be. And I want all of us to have that. I mean, that's what lifts us all up and sharpens us. Better than being that cheap artist like Kelly Love Lashes, right? And I don't <laughs> think Kelly Love Lashes would be doing that. She no. would use glue from two years ago, even if it was hard, and just like somehow find a way to re-wet it and re-plastic. I don't oh, know. She whatever. uses duct tape. Yeah, duct tape. She does. Yeah. Anyhow, so not that. And then, so we want to applaud those, the, the, the right heart, the I heart's in the right it's place. the right heart. 
But let's talk about the science of it. What is the benefit of replacing that adhesive every five minutes or, or you know, 30 minutes, minutes, 60 minutes? I think the average was about 30 to 60 minutes. And some people did 5, 10. And then another first place was 60, 30 to 60. Second was, I think, 5 to 10. And then the middle ground was like 10 to 20. Let's talk about it. The adhesive, you know, let's talk about its properties. Is it perishable? Is it like milk? Something like that that can spoil, spoil, right? Milk, the longer it's left out, the acid levels change, the bacteria levels change. Which, by the way, fun fact about Tussney, Tussney likes... Spoiled milk. God, goodness. You I'll do. Ne- I will never live this town. <laughs> you do. We had some milk with the kids, and she's like, I don't know, is this batch you drink? Oh, no, it tastes great. I thought this bag of milk is so fresh. So rich. It's so rich, so much flavor. And then she goes on and pours, I think, cereal for the kids and pours the milk out for them, and it's totally it was Spoiled. it was like buttermilk. It wasn't like, okay, anyway, anyhow, nobody cares about that, but I'll never live that one down. You will not. Anyhow. Well, um, cyanoacrylates are not like that, the only way that they perish or spoil, so to speak, is when they move from a liquid into a solid. When the adhesive is liquid, the sticky parts of the adhesive, they're called monomers. They're single units and they are looking to polymerize. They are like a a mousetrap ready to be sprung. When they get into contact with moisture, that's when they polymerize. They join together and become a hardened plastic. And that's when it expires because it can no longer perform that stickiness. So and, it, and by the way, as a side note, you can't reactivate. There's a bonus information there. Once it's turned plastic, right? Yeah, it's done. It's yeah. it's finished its course. It's lived its life. It's dead. Yeah, it's inert. It's yes. not going to react anymore. It's not like an Elmer's glue that works by solvent evaporation where the water in the adhesive dries out and then the sticky parts are left behind. So if you add water to Elmer's, it will rehydrate and then Mm -hmm. become gooey and fall apart. So once the adhesive, our cyanoacrylate, becomes gummy or or polymerized, then it's changed. It's not really going to work well. So you really only need to change the adhesive once you can observe those changes. The only reason why you would change it sooner than that is maybe psychologically you like it, how it first comes out of the tube being very thin. Well, I think some people really say, when I started switching out the glue dot, my retention went up. Well, that's great. I'm glad. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's great. But we would probably say there's more, this is not causation. We love to use there's the whole idea of correlation versus causation that a lot of times in life, things happen and you we assign blame to the wrong reasons. Like we just say, hey, let's just say today I went out and had a hot dog and I also felt better, never better in my life. Like it was just for some reason I had a euphoria. I was just so happy. Well, that must mean hot dogs make me happy. Now that might be true, but is it really euphoria? I don't think so. Maybe there's something else I have. Maybe I had a hit. No, <laughs> but maybe, or maybe there was good news in my life. Like I just won a million dollars or something like that. But I decided to give it to the hot dog. And we do that sometimes. We'll find like the, the famous thing was online. People would say that the amount of drownings went up and down based upon Nick Cage movies' popularity, or, or I think they're released. They're released, being released. So the more Nick Cage movies being released, the more people drown. So the idea is like, well, we might as well 
release less Nick Cage movies so less people will die, which is actually what happened in life. But that said, it's not true, right? There was no correlation or causation there. That was just purely looking at two different independent things happening that happened to have a correlation, and we gave it a cause. One of the reasons why I could see maybe retention improving when you are switching out that dot faster is maybe you're really being on purpose with those 10 minutes that you have, and you're really watching every bond, and you're actually making sure that it's complete. You're not, you can be more um, on purpose about it. So it's not necessarily that the glue is being changed out, which is the magic. It's that you're paying more attention. You're being a little bit more aware, more intentional, because you have a ticking clock in your head, like in 10 minutes, this glue goes bad. I don't want to waste it. So I'm going to use it as best as I can, as most efficiently as I can. And so maybe your bonds are a little bit better now because you've kind of put a little emphasis, a little oomph behind you to get things done, right? Yeah. I'm not trying to rain on anybody's parade who wants to dispense the glue that fast. All I'm saying is that it's not necessary. It's not necessary to get that improved retention. The only time that you need to change that adhesive is when it changes. When it's Palmer's, you either run out of the adhesive or it changes. And when you say change, what does it look like? Like sometimes I've seen videos and they show the glue over time. It gets a little sticky, like film over it, or does it get thick or does it yeah, just it, turn it solid overnight in two seconds? All of those all of the, it doesn't turn solid unless you put water on it or you yeah. put an accelerator on it. Generally, it gets a little thicker because it's starting to bind with the moisture. It kind of can get stringy. You dip your extension in, you pull it out, it makes a line, it drags. You know, when that's happening, it's not that it won't work, it'll still bond. Yeah. You're going to need to use more of it and it's going to be a little bit more difficult to put it on, but it will still polymerize. Yeah. It will still work. Not, yeah. We're not advising this because it's kind I'm of not, messy, or, right, no, too, it, if it's stringy exactly, and all that. Yeah. Exactly, But it still will bond. Yeah. The only reason why you, know, you change is because your technique has been developed to use it when it's liquid. So it's easy. Easier for you mentally and, and just physically. You're used to the liquid form. So as soon as that changes, mm-hmm. and that was the other option we put in our, in our surveys is when it gets tacky. And like, like I said, maybe 40% of the people said, when it gets tacky, I replace it. And I think that's really been the status quo for a long time. Usually we aren't really big on status quo. We're usually like, no, no, no. Just because it said that's how you should do it in the past doesn't mean you should do it today. But this is one of the situations where this newer development, I don't know, it's been five, six, seven years that this whole new idea has been going on. I think it's an added pressure that you don't need to worry about. Yeah, you don't need to worry about that. I mean, I want to say if it makes you feel good and it makes you be on purpose about your time, that's fine. But it's not necessary. It's just not. So maybe an idea here, try a test. I mean, for us, one of the things that we loved doing in our salon back in the old days, and Tessany still does it now. I mean, we did a test a couple months ago with oil that we're going to talk about eventually. That's going to blow everyone's minds, I think. But We've done tests all the time. We test and say, oh, let's try this client. Let's try it this way. Why don't you, and if you don't want to try a paying client, maybe this is where you get a model in and you do them all up, really big lashes, and then you make sure you take some pictures and just see how it works. Like, wow, I used one dot through the whole appointment. Maybe it was an hour and a half appointment. And they came back three weeks later and they had the same retention as my client who I changed the dot out every 10, 15, 20 minutes. 
And if you begin to see it, and something else I've noticed, guys, and this is something I remember, I just remember with Tusk when we talked about this, is don't just rely on one example to decide everything for you. I mean, the problem is sometimes is someone will say, well, I did it once and I didn't work. Or I did it once and it did work. And that's the only time you ever try it. And that becomes the norm for you. Really, for us, we often would wait to hundreds of examples of tests of trying it before really we would get, say, yeah, this is the way to do it. Tusney, when she started really doing volume lashes with pre-maids, it was a while, like it was like six months, I think, before she finally came to our team and said, okay, guys, guess what? Pre-maids are now in. This is how we're going to do it. And she wanted to make sure she really had a good understanding of it. And so that's something for you as a just a general rule when you're practicing or trying something new. Get some models and give yourself time to practice and see over time a trend. Don't just make a decision on one-time instance with a client. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. Well, I'll just share with you what I do. I've done, I can't figure out how many hours, but at least 30,000 uh, lashing hours. I think it's well hours. more than that. It's been a lot. And I prefer a larger dot of adhesive. It's it's generally one per person. There have been times where it, I still have enough on there and it's still viable for the next person. The thing about CAs is it's wonderful because they don't harbor bacteria because the composition. So you don't have to worry about it spoiling. The only kind of spoil that you have to worry about is it polymerizing. So I typically will use one dot per client. Yeah. My appointments can be Hour and a half to three hours, um, right? To three hours, yeah. yeah. And sometimes it lasts the whole the whole time. You even said sometimes you've gone between clients. Like, nah, the glue still is fine. It's not gone bad. And so if a client's like an hour and a half, the next client walks in, you may at least start out with that dot and then switch it out partway through or something, right? Yeah, that's what I do. And there have been seasons where I've used more because the dot has been smaller. I don't see anything anecdotally between changing it out sooner. There's There wouldn't be any reason to. Okay, with that said, then we don't need to replace the glue dot every 5, 10, 15, maybe 60 minutes. It doesn't matter. That's not relevant to retention. Mm-hmm. How do you get better retention? Mm, it's all about the application. That sounds too simple. <laughs> it is. There's a couple components to the application. Mm-hmm. You want to pick up enough adhesive so that you're coating the surface area. You want to create a larger surface area that's connected, and you want to wet both surfaces. So more adhesive and wet both surfaces. A lot of people, when they do lashes, they just isolate, and then they just drop the that minimal lash. minimal amount of glue, mo- too. Minimal amount, and they just drop it in. There's no swiping motion. There's none of that. People are... are well, they're afraid. taught not to, by the way. Yes. But that is how you ensure that the surface has got enough adhesive on it. So that is actually the key to increased retention. So if you pick up a little bit more and you're more intentional about how you swipe it on there, because that's the action of wetting both surfaces. And that, my friends, is how you increase your retention. And if you really want to learn more about that, we are hoping to this year to roll out our training again. We took a break from about a year and a half. And this is where Tusney really teaches the integrity bond which is really about how do we get the best retention? Because Tustin's clients go on average four weeks and that's for both volume and for classic. And she does pre-made volume. I know some people are like, ah, well, that just go back to one of our episodes where I think it was a year ago and we'll have to bring it back up again. We'll talk more about pre-mades because you've used a lot more over this last year. But the integrity bond technique is so durable and so foolproof. I mean, you can do it over oil. 
yeah. it will last for weeks. So anyway, it can change your game. It is. so More than changing that glue dot every, every yeah. 10 minutes. So we're trying to save you guys money because I can imagine if you're doing it every 5, 10 minutes, you're going through a bottle a week or something like that. And that means if you're spending 50, 60, 70, 80, $100 a week on glue. That's cutting into your profit. Yeah, especially when the average stylist makes only twenty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 a year. Saving a few hundred bucks a month is a lot of money to save. So we really want to encourage you to rethink it, test it out, try it for yourself. See what happens when you go through a whole appointment with one bottle, or not one bottle, one, one drop, then try another, and then watch and make notes. One of the things Tusney did, she, we, she always would take notes back in the old days. Like she had a little note card. She would write down what happened. She'd make observations. And then the next time a client came in, she would see what worked, what didn't work. And then she would adjust and pivot. Because back in 2006, guys, no one was teaching anything. It was like you had to figure it out on your own. So there's a lot of the stuff that she's learned over the years. Well, thanks, Tessa, for all that. Mm-hmm. I, hopefully we got you guys at least a different perspective on the glue dot situation. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at LashCast Podcast and at the Last Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and view. On behalf of my last fellow Tessa, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. <laughs> <laughs>